on Radio Free Brooklyn. Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. <coughs> I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. I am Lucas Tiamore. And, and this is Storm. I'm here for Rachel. And I'm back. I was gone last week. I had a stomach flu. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But y'all held down the fort quite masterfully. You did a great interview last week. Um, I, uh, I archived it on Thursday. So if you missed it, you want to check out the interview with Daryl Lamont Jenkins. Great job. It Thank was, you. Yeah, it was it was such a good interview. We're we're so lucky we got to to talk to him. And he's interested in coming back, correct? Yes, he is. That's great. Yeah. That's always a good sign. We're all in leather. <laughs> we are. It's I wish you could see us right now, but it's a radio. <laughs> well, we do a lot of visual stuff on the show. So, uh, we didn't talk about one because I wasn't here, two because we had a guest that uh, about our, our 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 upstate trip two weeks ago. It was wonderful. I learned about making lasagna. You make a tower out of out of pasta. <laughs> it's a pasta tower. <laughs> yeah, you were paying very close attention to that. Yeah. On Friday night, it was... Uh, what's going on, Lucas? I'm just looking about Trump. All right. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. But <laughs> it's just one hour a week off the phone. Just, just one. That's it. That's all I ask. Uh, so Friday night, was, it, was, it was like uh, Lucille and Darla had a no-sleep slumber party. Yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. It was, it was different from what we've done before like in the past the you know some some personality will come another one will go another one will come another one will go, but it was just all night Lucille and Darla yeah putting on different clothes fucking fucking having girl talk <laughs> snacking it was just so much fun and we were up until like 6 a.m. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and then uh, the next day, we mentioned we had lasagna, yeah. the most amazing lasagna. Um, I think I talked about the many cheeses a couple of weeks ago, but we made all the cheeses happen. There but was then, a lot of cheeses. There, <laughs> yeah, well, there, there was the mozzarella that came from the cheese shop in, uh, in Cold Spring, which my friend Tim Haskell just recently sold. Uh, he, he said that, uh, you know, he loved owning a cheese shop, but ultimately he's an artist and running a business and being an artist was just not, uh, conducive. Yeah. It wasn't happening for him. It wasn't working anymore. So he was able to sell the shop. I think probably made a profit because it it did well. It succeeded. It was, it's like the (coughs) go-to place for in cold spring for cheese these days. And so now he's going to be back to, you know, being a full-time artist. So good for you, Tim Haskell. And speaking of art, we went into the art supply store. 
um, drunk and then I got in trouble. You, I, you didn't get in trouble. The lady was just she was rude as hell to me. And I was like telling her how excited I was to get this paper again and how we can't find it in New York City. And like, you know, I told her I was going to talk about her on the air. And like, she was just like so rude. So we're not going to tell them. We're not going to talk about it anymore. Oh, you told her that we were going to promote them. I, I told her I was going to promote her. Like, and she like, she um was so rude. So we're not promoting them. Yeah, they're a little snooty at that store anyway. Yeah, they're super snooty. They're $50 watercolors. $100 watercolors. $100. No, not $50. Fucking $100. They're watercolors. Yeah. They're fucking watercolors. Children use those. Yeah. (laughs) We we do like the paper, but that, yeah, she was mean. Yeah, we'll go back because we can't get that paper elsewhere, but... (laughs) But we won't tell the name of the store. Nope. (laughs) Okay, um, let's get into something more serious. Uh, you got some, I basically hate mail this week. Yeah, from like my best friend. He's he said I'm perverted for being a teacher who's not who's not straight. Basically, was it an email that you received? No, it was like messages on Instagram. So then I blocked him on Instagram, and then he started texting me too. And like, you want to share any of it? Um, because I know you were really upset about it, and. We haven't revealed who the person is. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. But I think right now the country is there is a war against trans people. There's a war against LGBT people. Just in the, just this year, there have been hundreds of bills introduced that are just basically anti-LGBTQ, and it's only March. Yeah, there's definitely a war on trans people. I don't really want to share it. It's not important. It's it's important, but you don't have to share it. Yeah, it was it was very very hateful about being someone who works with kids and being trans. One of the things that's being proposed right now, I can't. Yeah, he that, called it perverted. Like it's very wrong. Called it perverted. Yeah, perverted, and you can't confuse the children like this. And, and don't don't spread your fetishes to your. Yeah, you're spreading your fetishes. um, Then he was always the one who said I had DID, (laughs) and that was why, like, Lucas, he thinks that's why Lucas happened, is because I have DID. And then he was like, you don't have DID. You're just a narcissist, a pervert. (laughs) We got to be clear that being being trans or having multiple personalities is not a fetish. Thank you. I was about to say. That that is not a fetish. what What does fetish have to do with either of those things? Nothing. Yeah. It's it's very different. There's a, I forget what this recent, I don't know if it recently passed, but there's legislation that would prevent a teacher from answering questions from a student if they're below sixth grade that have to do with their period. That's crazy. They're that not makes allow- no sense. That, that, that makes no sense. I mean, how can that how can that happen? There, there, that's not even safe. Yeah, no one should be should be made to feel bad for needing to know about their period. I, I had to learn about that too. I had to learn about it too. Do you want to discuss that? Well, it's it's a weird thing. I'm I'm. 
um, I'm a guy, but I'm living in a female body. Okay. So I, I had I had to learn about periods, even though it doesn't feel right for me to have a period. But I, I still need to know and, and take care of it. <coughs> and can you imagine not being able to speak with a teacher about it? Yeah, that that's crazy. People are, are going are going way too far. Oops. Sorry about my vape. <laughs> my vape is the most important thing in my life. Just kidding. Kind of kidding. <laughs> We're gonna go into a song now because there's lots of music that we wanted to play tonight. And uh, one of them was a request from Storm, TVI. By the Stooges. You want to tell us uh, a little bit about this or should we just get into it? I, I just like how it makes me feel.
That was TVI by the Stooges, and you are listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, you're on a different mic now. Okay. Oh, yeah. <coughs> uh, I switched mic so I could sit next to Lucas. Oh, that's nice. So, uh, I had uh, a stomach flu, like I mentioned last week, and I have mentioned in the past many a time I have not been shy about saying that I drink too goddamn much <coughs> and that I need to slow down or quit. And as a result of the stomach flu, I could not drink. It started Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. This is, uh, this was not this Wednesday, but a week ago. Um, I threw up. I had a low-grade fever. Oh, it was um, easy to diagnose as... Um, what what is basically called a stomach flu, but it's it's a viral enteritis. <laughs> the, the doctors use use a big word for it. The doctors use a big word for it, and I I I knew that I had to stop drinking, but I wanted to do it on my own, <coughs> on my own schedule. I didn't want to be forced into it. I wanted to make a plan. I wanted to be able to taper down or something like that. But I had, I had, I had that, that one drink that Wednesday night, and I felt so ill. I knew that if I had even one more sip, I was going to throw up again. So my body said, you know, either you can keep what you have, or you can risk it and, uh, and lose what you have. So this is how bad things had gotten for me, and I'm going to be very honest right now. I had, I had actually considered the possibility of circumventing my stomach and An enema. doing a whiskey enema. I used to do this on a person, a vodka enema with, um, you could probably guess who, um, who we used to do that on. Me and, and, and a certain Dom used to do it on. Um, the person who taught me how to, to peg, yes. to, you know, and, um, we did it on her boyfriend and, um, cause he was a sissy like boy and he didn't want to drink cause he'd be like, I don't like, I don't want the taste. But so like, he was like poisoning himself, you know, like I, like, he could have died. Like, Well, yeah, this was a real crossroads for me. <laughs> this is where I had to decide, am I going to do, am I going, am I going to go through both a stomach flu, and withdrawal? Or am I going to do something where I'm going to be, you know, at a meeting five years from now, being that guy that's like, we've all been there. <laughs> and I'm never that guy when they start with that, we've all been there. But, but now but like now most you've people been have there. not been there with a vodka in my no, but you're right. Exactly. Exactly. And like everyone in the group is going to be like, I've been to AA many times. Everyone in the group is going to be like, I haven't been there. I haven't been there. Nah. Right. Right. So I made the decision to, to go through it. And I mean, it was a, it was a horrible, horrible experience. Um, you know, but I'm glad that I'm not the person that we've all been there. And like the, the other stories, like, you know, you wake up under a bridge 
and uh, you got three crack whores with you, and you think you're winning because there's three crack whores instead of just one or two crack whores. Hey, we've all been there, and I'm, I've never been there. You know, like that. That's, that's one of the problems I have with these meetings is that is I I I, I haven't been there. Ah, uh, you've been there. I haven't been there. You've been there. I've not. Ah. I've never woken up under a bridge with three crack whores. Yeah. But, but you. And I've never done a whiskey enema. I, but but you, know, you thought you thought about it. I did. I I was at a crossroads because I was absolutely frightened because because uh, if because you can die, you know. Uh, uh, suddenly, st- st- I had to monitor things throughout the evening. I had to see, you know, am I having DTs? Am I Am I at risk for a seizure? Um, These things can lead to death. It is very dangerous to go cold turkey off of alcohol the way I was drinking. I got through that first night and, you know, the, and then getting through that first night, that's the hardest. The next night was very difficult. I did go through, I had, I had, I had body hallucinations, which I've never experienced in my life before. One of them was actually kind of pleasant. <laughs> what's, what's, I love hallucinations. Well, Go what, ahead. What is a body hallucination? Well, the pleasant one was I, and it was as real as anything, I actually felt um, Lucas on top of me <laughs> uh, sticking a, a dick up my butt, and I felt it as sure as anything I've ever felt before, and, and not in a take the drugs we evil kind of way, he was like, relax, sniff some poppers. It'll, that, that'll help. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs> but, you know, part of me was also aware that, that my bedroom door was open and my 90 year old mother was in the other room. And in my room, in my mind, you know, I'm like, this, this is, this is, I can't, you know, something's not adding up. And then I, I snapped out of it. I realized I was having a hallucination. And when I realized it was just a hallucination and I was by myself, I was like, bring it on. But then. <laughs> did, it, did it happen again? It did not happen again. <laughs> the next uh, hallucination body, physical hallucination I had was frightening. I, I felt and heard someone running into my room jumping onto my bed and jumping up and down. And I felt it as real as anything I've ever felt before. All right, play my song. It's time for you. Uh, which one is this? This is... Uh, the Iggy Pop song. Okay, this is something that is called payola. Stop, 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 stop. We, we, you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say that. It's illegal. Let me just give you, I'm going to bring it up, and after that, I'm going to give you the def- definition of, of payola. So, pure and the damned, is that right? Yeah. And you want to say anything about it? Um, it was in a movie. Um, I actually don't know. I don't know the song, but I love Iggy Pop. Um, and um, somebody... We really wanted it played today. David really wanted it played. <laughs> and he had a cameo in Satan Hold My Hand, which we watched. He did have a cameo in that. I 
did recognize him in that. But at first, I did not recognize him, and I was he was like, "That's your friend," and he couldn't remember David's Sin. name, so he was like, "That's that's your friend," and I was like, "What friend is that?" <laughs> but it is David. That's love. 
Um, I feel pretty, pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> David, I hope you're okay. Um, David's in the hospital. We we feel very bad for David. All right, I hope you feel better, David. Yes. Why is he in the hospital? Um, he. I mean, he's been in the hospital for a month, but we didn't know where he was. And I think what he officially has is, hold on, he told me. Oh, shit. He writes to me a lot. I lost the, I lost the, um, oh, he also asked me if he could think about me during his, his, his bath, (laughs) his sponge bath. (laughs) This is why I don't want to be a nurse. <laughs> because people like, can you imagine being the nurse? Like, it was like, David's probably there like. <sighs> <clears throat> oh, God. Oh, he has a lung disease called hypoxia. Hypoxia? Hypoxia. Yeah, I've heard of it. I have not. But it's very like, I don't know much about it. No. Yeah. I hope you feel you feel better, David. I hope you feel better too, David. We were very worried about you when you just disappeared. Uh, so you were mentioning Donald Trump this morning. Donald Trump said he's going to be arrested on Tuesday. Yeah, but people don't know if he's lying or not. Yeah, I feel really stupid because I actually believed him. <laughs> and yeah. I actually told my mom as if it was a fact. I said... Donald Trump is going to be arrested on Tuesday. But then someone someone else told it to us as a fact today, too. Somebody else told us to us as a fact, too. They, yeah, a lot of people think it. Yeah, well, but, but, what, but, I mean, I'm part of Radio Free Brooklyn. How could I be so gullible? We were instrumental in building the 2020 Wall of Lies. We know that's what he does. He lies. And and what, what what bothers me more is he's calling on his supporters to take our nation back. From who? Like, are we under a foreign attack? Are we in, are we, have we been invaded? Who are we taking our nation back from? Obviously, to me, he's just fucking trying to start another civil war. Or hopefully... Maybe it's just another fucking money-making scheme where he'll ask for donations for his legal defense fund or some crap like that. I hope that it's just that, but I'm, and I'm pretty sure it's just another lie. And no, he will not be arrested on Tuesday. Carry on. Enjoy the lovely weather. <laughs> Enjoy when it's winter and spring at, at the same time. Take back our cunt, take our nation back? I mean, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? This could go very bad. Yeah, we'll see what Tuesday brings. That that could go very bad. That could go very bad. Lucas, if you you would be so kind. Yeah. It is that time where we uh, state our mission, which I think is an awesome mission. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Oh, wait. 
This is over. Just kidding. Oh, yeah, that's right. No more smile. If you'd like to listen to RFP when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Good, good job, Lucas. Thank you. Uh, snap benefits. The enhanced snap benefits are going to be ending soon. They ended already. Uh, ended in, oh yeah, it's March. It's, it's March, yep. You you still get your food stamps, but it's less less of them. The enhanced ones have ended. Um, also, very soon you're not going to be able to get your free COVID tests. I stopped by the library uh, yesterday to get a couple of them. I'm gonna that that's going to be ending in May. Is that correct? All all the other you know free COVID shit ends in May. Is that correct? I I don't know the answer. Lucas, are you up on this? I don't know about the t- tests. No. Okay, well, they are available right now at your libraries. Because the, li- the library is punk rock and everything is is free. <laughs> Libra- uh, go ahead. It, it's it's punk rock to 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 go to the library and you you get your stuff for free and they're they're very nice to you. I taught you that. Yeah, you taught me that. We are also fucking pro library here. Yeah, we we love it. We love it. I, w- I was there this week. I was there this week. What did you do at the library this week? L- looked at some at some poem stuff, and got got a book for Lucas about about drawing. Uh, a little bit more, if you could expand on that. It's a manga book. What's that? Manga is a type of comic book. I'm not familiar with it. Um, it's like. It's similar to anime. They also have manga porn. Um, they, they do, and like like um, that. That's very sexy. The manga porn is it? Yeah, it's like it's it's all an, it like um, you know animated, but it's like really um, it's a certain style of drawing. Um, and they do like kids stuff, but they also do porn. Check out manga porn. You're you're gonna like it, Francis. Okay. I think hentai is a part of manga porn usually. Yeah. The hentai like with the with the octopus. Um you never heard of it? The octopus is fucking the girls. Oh, you told me about this. Uh, I have, <laughs> you I told me I've about heard, that. I've definitely watched cartoon porn and and very much enjoy it and, and, and just the the realism of the three D cartoon porn that's that's out there now. Oh yeah, totally. It's uh, it's incredible, and and it's like one of the things I, I love about it is that you know that you don't have to you know with porn there's off, often that question of consent is the person it's a cartoon. <laughs> I would say with the cartoon porn there's a lot of consent that is crossed though because they can do that so they they like you know um, like the girls are always like damsels in distress like. Yeah, they have like tears coming out of their eyes. Yeah, like they get but, but but it's a cartoon, so no one's car- getting cartoon, hurt. Yeah. A cartoon can cannot consent. I or, think the cartoon can consent. It's like doesn't. Can you get into the mic, please? I think the cartoon can consent. I don't think you need. I don't think you need. Like, I don't think that we have to worry about the cartoon's feelings. Yeah, I don't think consent. No, is- no, I'm not. I'm not worried about the feelings. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that uh, that uh, it it's. 
that's one of the things I like about cartoon porn is that's, you know, you you you, you don't you don't you don't got to worry about that kind of stuff. That was that was a. It, it's also a good gig, by the way, um, <laughs> to do voiceover for cartoon porn. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, I might or might not have done this in my day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to know more now, Francis. Like, okay, yeah. is it a good gig? <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I do want to know more but, about uh, it. A lot of these things come from uh, Japan and from uh, from overseas, and they're and they need to be dubbed into English for the for the for an American audience, for a British audience, for English speaking audiences, and um, and there is a market for actors to to do so that. So you did that. You did um, that. Yes. <laughs> well, do you do you remember any of your of the lines? It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago when I was I was like, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of ways to make money as an actor where like nobody sees what the fuck you're doing. There are industrials. Those are like training videos. Like when they're when when you're uh you there's there's people who are going to work construction. They have to watch a, a video about you know, safety and wearing their helmets and shit like that. There are actors that do that. That's called in do that's called industrial acting. And there's also porn voiceover acting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, So your agent helped you get that? No. (laughs) No. That shit that 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 uh that my agent was not involved with. And it's like yeah, it was it's your agent was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" No, it's no one knows. No one would know if I didn't just fucking open my goddamn mouth right now. That yeah, I they fucking did that shit. Yeah. But there's a lot of. Oh my god! But you you have to time it just right. Yeah, you have to time it to like where their their breathing is and where their and uh, hey, look who's here. Calvin Williams just walked in while I was doing porn noises. It's, it's Calvin. <laughs> Let's uh, play a song that I have been wanting to play. We're going to play uh, People Get Ready by the Impressions. And then we'll talk a little bit with, uh, with Calvin, who just walked in. I'm so glad he's here. Bringing new ideas to life. Love the most 
Get Ready by the Impressions, and that uh, portions of that song has been used by many different artists. Uh, One Love, Bob Marley. Yep, that's right. Uh, maybe we'll play that in a little bit. But while we were uh, playing that, we were talking a little bit about leather, pleather, etc., and this is something that Lucas knows a great deal about, so I'm going to turn the mic over to him. Yeah, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, but unfortunately, the reality with leather is um, vegan leather is made out of plastic, and it starts to peel in about two years, even if you keep it in a storage unit and you don't touch it. Like, it just starts to peel. And so, vegan leather ends up, like, unfortunately, after a couple of years in landfills. And, like, a good leather coat, you know, this coat that I'm wearing is from the 90s. Like, you can recycle that, like, over and over and over again. And even if you're done with it, you can send it to a thrift store and people will buy it. And so, like, even if you're a vegetarian, I I do think the, the vegan leather is not really the way to go. Literally from the 90s. This was a jacket that my sister Nancy had, and she, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. And and, uh, she wasn't wearing it anymore, and it was in her closet, and she was like, I think that uh, this would fit and look good on on Lucas, uh, see if he wants it and put it on. Uh, have you taken it off yet? No, I have. I, I mean, it, it wasn't the season yet, but now it's the leather, leather jacket season. I'm probably going to wear it like all day long. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'll just wear it to teach in. The kids think I'm legit now that they found out I've been in Brooklyn for 20 years. Well, you are legit. <laughs> yeah, the kids are, are starting to respect Lucas. Yeah, I did proctor a test and they didn't cheat too much. Not not too much. Uh, they so, were really surprised. They were like, they were like, you didn't take off any points for talking, and I was like, no, they didn't really need the points taken off. So that was good. But I did spend most of the week at home because I was sick. You were all. You also got sick. Yeah, I don't know. I might like they said it could be like acid reflux, but like I didn't have any symptoms of acid reflux except for vomiting, and so like it's vomiting could be in a li- million things. And I also had like an exorcism while I vomited, so it, like doesn't really sound like acid reflux. Like acid reflux doesn't usually make you have an exorcism. Okay? Yeah, you were like, do you think the doctor is going to say it's the devil? I was like, probably not, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. She she didn't she didn't say it. She's a bitch. Jeez. Now, one of the things that they <laughs> prescribed for you was Zofran. And when I had my uh, stomach flu, they also prescribed Zofran for me. Now, this is a drug that is usually given to cancer patients. And I'm getting very suspicious about why 
they are starting to to push this on people who don't have cancer. And I have a theory that I was talking again to my sister Nancy about this. There was a drug that was, I can't remember the name of it that was designed for diabetics, and it was found that it also helped people to lose weight. Yeah, that's the one that then now the diabetes people who have diabetes can't get it. Exactly. I uh, think I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember the name offhand. Like I've seen the commercials for it. So I'm I'm wondering, and because fucking drug companies are so goddamn evil. I'm remembering this uh, sitcom cartoon. I can't remember what it is. And I'm going to use Zofran as an example, even though that wasn't it. So the patient comes in, and there are samples of Zofran on the desk. There's but, a big you know, sign really on the wall like saying Zofran. There's a big fucking sign over here saying Zofran. And the patient says what they're... Callum Lord, I will say, patient, though, is not the, like the, that for the, anything. Hold on. The, the patient says what their, what their symptoms are, and the doctor says, well, maybe Zofran is what you need. And it's obviously like a drug company trying to push a certain drug on people because they're making profits on it when it was intended on for something else and it's and it's just like you were saying there's this thing that that was that is very helpful for diabetics that it turned out was good for a diet pill and now fucking Ozempic. people Ozempic now people are using it as a diet pill and people who really need it as for diabetics can't get it I, I don't think Cal and Lord it, it plays in with the drug companies like that. I don't think they're allowed to. I think that it, with public, I don't think that you're allowed to lobby public people like that. I think that that's for, for private doctors. But um, but they do. Cal and Lord is obsessed with prep, so that's where that's the sign on the wall. Is prep 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 is like every like prep 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 prep. They have somebody in the library to get kids on prep at the, oh, in the yeah, kids section. They, they have a Cal, a Cal and Lord table now at the library in brooklyn really and they also have a period pantry this is a lot of talk on one show about periods but they (laughs) they they have a pantry where you can get free tampons and pads this is a very good thing to have at the library that's amazing that's That's very it's incredibly important this is the the brooklyn public library you should have got us some hey callan lord i'm just going to put this out as a question i'm not I'm, i'm not saying yes or no I am absolutely going to say that they are a fantastic organization, but my question is, are they immune to taking billions of dollars to... No, they are not allowed to as a public cost, as a public thing like that. You're not allowed to take lobbyist money like that. Yeah, so they, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Cal and Lord gave it to me, like, they, it doesn't sound like it's the same. I think it might just be... My mom said maybe they ran out of something else that they normally give, and that's why they're giving Zofran right now. Is Kellen Lord a uh, uh, um, it's get, gra- uh, get grants from uh, the government? Absolutely. Kellen Lord it gets like uh, all so grants. It's a, yeah. So it's a non-profit. Yeah, it's a non-profit. But the government yeah. is not immune to lobbying, so it's it's a little complicated. Yeah, non-profits lobbying. Lobbying is a gray area for, for non-profits. I'm not going to sit here and say that Nonprofits aren't allowed to accept money from corporations. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they can be if it's called a donation. A donation, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we all donate to nonprofits. So. If, if so a, big, a company donates like a lot of money, then yeah. It it all depends. Well, while we're getting fired up about like issues. Did your mom try the lasagna? Yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now her life is way better. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it was it was okay for her mainly because she doesn't like ricotta. Oh man! Like man. damn, damn! <laughs> I want some lasagna. Damn. Well, we have. But she, but she. Uh, besides the ricotta, she actually did enjoy it. Okay, good. Well, we have plenty of it up in Cold Spring. <laughs> uh, I think next time. That anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to going to Cold Spring. Almost like one of the reasons. One of the big reasons is I'm like there's like fucking six fucking pieces of that badass lasagna in the freezer yeah. just waiting for us. Yeah. So you it was amazing. You've been listening to the show. Uh, anything you want to weigh in on things that you were listening to us on your way over here? Um, I'm kind of like I'm kind of uh, blown away by the amount of these like bullshit bills that have been um been um um presented to uh various um state and federal government and it's only march you said like over a hundred over a hundred this and, year and it's march and um it's funny i saw a a random video on text. no i'm sorry hundreds of anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced just this year. That's the thing about Steve. Oh, oops, I said his name. Well, that's the thing about Steve, though. He, like, it's like, you know, he thinks he's, like, has, like, original thought. Like, this is not original thought for Steve. Like, cool, you're just another hateful person. Like, he's like, I was thinking you're perverted. Nobody else has thought of that. (laughs) Unfortunately, it sounds like that, uh, that, like, ridiculous hate speech is just the the rinse and repeat of basically every um, right wing uh, right wing uh, thought process that has been regurgitated for the last what twenty years plus is just only getting louder because they're getting bolder and bolder and that's the even that's the even more dangerous uh, and scary thing about it. I don't, like, I, I don't really understand to be honest what's what's going on why so much is centering around folks who are trans um because they need somebody to hate what and why is it why is the good and the bad landing on trans people at the moment just easy target yeah unfortunately i think that that's probably it like because there there's a lot of a lot of things to to argue about um but this has become like a really strong centerpiece They've come after people of color for centuries and haven't been able to uh, take us down, even through all the bullshit that they've tried over the, like, especially the previous century. Like, the war on drugs, perfect example. I, I could go on and on, but. No, that, that, the, thank you for explaining that. It makes a oh, lot of, a lot of sense that, that, like, the hate has to go somewhere else. Right. So, yeah. they can't get rid of us, so. They're trying to look for okay. another easy target. That and makes unfor- perfect sense. And unfortunately, it's been the LGBTQ plus community and women. Oh, fuck. The war on women right now. Yeah. We were Such bullshit, man. We, were, we had discussed this earlier. The, about- the, uh, the, bill, uh, the bill about uh, period. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, what is this? I don't know. It's, uh, you cannot, there, there are certain aspects of sex education that oh, you yeah, cannot you talk, discuss you earlier, yeah. uh, below the sixth grade. 
there yes. are girls that get their period before the sixth grade. Well, yes, super, which means super they are common. Not, so, yeah, not it's, just some. Yes. Like a lot. Like many, yes. And to be stifled, to like be prevented from saying anything about it. What if, uh, well, what if a student is has gotten their period in the middle of class? Don't uh, don't have uh, tampon, uh, tampons or pads or anything to try oh, they to don't circumvent have them it. in the school. They don't have them in the school for the kids. No. That was, like, that what, was something as a teacher. Can, when the I, teachers pay for for the students to get them. It's terrible. It's coming out of it's coming out of students' pockets. It's coming out of teachers' pockets. That would be illegal. That would be illegal below well, sixth grade. That well, would they, that, they would they, make they, that. I, they not not that, across that not across the country, but in certain states, that's what these bills. Are, are are proposing and passing in some instances. So what, we're going to let the little kids girls part. bleed on themselves like like all day? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And that having your period is something that stops girls from going to school all the time in other countries. But not, did not, used not, to not here. As a teacher, that was one, that was actually a big part of my day was like taking girls to the bathroom and showing them how to use a pad and like reminding them because they're little how like you're gonna have to change this and like it, it that actually was a big part of my job as a special education teacher now does this extend also to nurses in the school oh don't that's know. a very good question i'm not sure i don't know either that just occurred oh. to me because uh, that's it, even scarier yeah I, I don't know the answer to that question. So then we're just, just saying girls need to go home if they have their period. Like, let's send girls home. That's the, bleeding. They, that's the third world country. Send that's them home bleeding. Embarrassed. Third world country. Confused. Well, this is a third world country. Yeah, that, this is pissing me this off. This is a third world country. We just need to get come to terms with that. It's sad, but it's true. Like, as advanced as we are, like... We are regressing in incredibly frightening ways. Yeah. And what did, what what's the ultimate goal here for this regression? Like it almost feels like uh, the, the slow uh, evolution into the freaking Handmaid's Tale. It does. It does. Absolutely, it does. I was so mad when that show came out because people were like, wouldn't this be horrible? Wouldn't this be alarming? I was like, no, this dude, like happening. this is literally <laughs> what is happening. Yeah. I don't know why everyone was saying, wouldn't this be a nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> this is what is happening. It's absolutely scary how many people have their heads up their asses about so many things, about so many things wrong in this country. This has uh, topped... Rolling Stones, 500 Greatest Songs of All Time, and it's about time that it should.
through your mind now that you realize the prize arrives. We, we got, got the pump to stop the major time. From the heart it's a start a work of art to revolutionize. Make a change, something strange. People, people, we all the same. No, we're not the same, cause we don't know the game. What we need is awareness. We can't get careless. You say, what is this?
This has been Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much. I'm Francis Hall, a.k.a. Face Boy. I'm Calvin, who, by the way, is going to be DJing in about an hour at the Bushwick Ice House, 35 Ingram Street. Go check it out. Yeah, Calvin. <laughs> Stay tuned. Up next is uh, The Circuit with Courtney Love. We're also here. Lucas, thank you so much. I love you. Storm, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And it's great to be back. And uh, Glad to have you back. Glad you're doing okay. 